Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Phone Box Podcast with me. Oh, I can't speak because I've just been speaking to this guest for 45 minutes. I've lost the ability, my cheeks, I've just lost the ability to speak. So it's Emma, we're back with the Phone Box Podcast. I think this is going to be a funny episode. I said to my dad that this episode might be a bit rude and Granddad Rog was thrilled. He said, oh, I'll look forward to that one. But he also, um, if anybody out there listens and, and listens to this on po- uh, Spotify, my dad leaves me a review. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. You every single oh, week. Oh, stop it. That's so lovely. If you so see a review lovely. from Roger... Then that's my dad. So, Roger, this one's for you. So, yeah, on the phone box podcast this week, we've got a very funny lady. We've got the wonderful Victoria. Victoria, please could you tell where the people could find you? Uh, I am on Instagram as Victoria Eames, E-M-E-S. Uh, that's my main sort of home on the old socials, but I am on TikTok as well with the same name. And I think I'm on Facebook. <laughs> I don't know. Facebook's like Friend so me on dead Facebook. To me. Yeah. yeah. It's 2003. Just could you poke me on Facebook? <laughs> That's it. Just do something like that. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, that is where I create my, all my content. Oh, so go and find it. Yeah, we've having a good chat because this time last year, we were in the House of Commons. We were, which sounds so much more like official and cool and like we were doing some sort of important work, but we weren't really, were we? No, we tried to do some important work. I tell you what I was a bit disappointed about. <clears throat> You just got a biscuit. Yes, I thought we might have got right. a sandwich. No, we only got a biscuit. That's correct. So I was ravenous. Yeah, yeah. And uh, what it was about some, what was it about? Watching it, what, subtitles it, on the TV. Very yeah, which, for which, which is, or something. Yeah, which is very important. But I would have liked a sandwich. I would have liked a sandwich. What, what a sandwich. sandwich would you have gone for, though? I imagine a sandwich in the houses of Parliament would just be a little bit crusty around the edges. Do you know what I mean? Especially under a Tory government. I think, yeah, I think you might get like a, a Philadelphia and cucumber ice, one. or Yeah, a little yeah. bit of iceberg lettuce in there. Yeah, okay. Maybe the biscuits was all right then. Yeah, yeah. It was fun. But anyway, right. What, um, what year was it when you were 14? Oh, my God. Um, 
I should have worked this out beforehand. You did actually send me the questions. I never read them. This is me all over. Miss unprepared for everything in another so What's your birthday? What's your I'm birthday? I'm 1983. Did you see my blank stare then? I was yeah. like, like, I can't uh, so you... I would have been uh, 10 in 94 and then plus four. So 98. 98. We've been 1998 when I was 14. I've had a lot of people on from 1998. It's a classic year. You were there at the Spice Girls' birth of, not and the look, actual birth. When you asked me to come on this and you were like, oh, it's about the 90s, I was a bit like, oh, okay, I'm not sure that I'm the ideal candidate because I wasn't into, I was very weird like as a teenager, but we can come on to this because that, that's what yeah. we're discussing. But from a music perspective, there wasn't a lot of popular music that I was into. So okay. the Spice Girls, the boy bands... I wasn't really into them. I was kind of listening to Nina Simone. <laughs> Nina Simone? What, who else were you listening to? I did like a bit of Erica Badu. I think I probably heard Erica Badu for the first time when I was 14. And I recorded it very quickly on a cassette. So, But I, I didn't have, I like missed the first like, you know, 45 seconds of it. It's quite a long song. So I had the rest. So it came in at like the second verse. You never knew like the words, the first words. No, I never, I never knew the words. Still don't. I, I, I think there was, I had to sort of pretend that I liked popular music to fit in socially because obviously yeah. if you were like, oh, do you like to take that? I'm like, no, I listen to Billie Holiday and Tidy My Room. I don't think that would have gone down so well with my sort of peer group. So I do remember some songs um, like Horny, Horny, Horny. That was Moose that was Tea. Wrong. Moose Tea, absolute it. classic. That was when I went on the uh, YHA week away in Wales, uh, which was... I th I'm not even sure that the health and safety sort of standards would be acceptable <laughs> this day and age with just, yeah, the freedom that we had. It was, I mean, it was fucking fantastic. The freedom, I mean, horny, horny, horny was number one. Yeah, what exactly. Get, what Singing that. Than, I'm horny. Around Lachlan in the, I feel in the like minivan. the same time Tom Jones, what was Tom Jones's song? That wasn't horny, 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 but he had a turn me on. I feel oh, like yeah, Tom like Jones a slightly sexy one. Yeah. Yeah. Sex bomb, sex, sex bomb. bomb. Was it that one? <laughs> so inappropriate, all these songs for like children, essentially. I tell you, I did have, um, so I had a, a, a very long standing crush from like year seven to, well, to sixth form, really. He was my first ever boyfriend, yeah. and um, his name was James, and I'm still friends with him today. And oh my God, like I was so in love with him. But we did that classic thing where we'd be going out, and then we wouldn't be going out, and we'd just blank each other. And every time I saw him, I'd be like, so I was so heartbroken, absolutely bereft that he wasn't in my life anymore. And I did used to listen to Creep by Radiohead on my headphones on repeat and just cry about him. Well, because you were so broken hearted. I was so, so broken hearted. You were so, <laughs> James, you broke our hearts. He did. He broke my heart so many times. So many times. Uh, yeah, I've got some funny stories about him, actually. But I'm, I feel like, should I share them here? Maybe, well, maybe. Granddad Rogers listening. Exactly. I mean, yeah, there is one where <laughs> I don't think he'll mind me telling this because he he's got an amazing sense of humor. But it was like, I don't know about you, but I was so innocent at that age. Yeah, and you know, I I didn't sort of do things as we used to call it at school with boys until I was in my until I was like sixteen. I was very, you know. Like a virgin. And even even like kissing boys was like a, a very sort of scary big thing. But um, we used to hug a lot. And one time we were hugging 
and he basically jizzed his pants. And I didn't know what was happening because I didn't know what jizzing in your pants was then. I didn't realise. (laughs) (laughs) And he just started like convulsing and really pushing into me. And I was like, what are you doing? I don't know what's going on. And like pulled him away a little bit and I pulled off the fur of his his parka coat. (laughs) (laughs) I was just left standing, like holding basically a rat's tail. And him having Tuesday's pants to be like, I've got to go home and just running away. So that was one of our beautiful moments. Okay. okay. You're so fucking special. <laughs> right. Okay. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact. You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Well, did this take place? <laughs> Outside my house, no, literally outside my house. Not in a room in the public. No, literally, yeah, because we we used to just hang out on the street a lot. You know, we'd just hang out together and go and sit on a street corner, or go and sit on a bench in the church across the road, or whatever. Rut up against you, just a little bit of a rut, (laughs) a lovely little rut on the doorstep. (laughs) You were like, "What's happening?" And it wasn't until I actually saw a man like ejaculate many years later that I was like. Oh, <laughs> and oh my god the, the coincidence of this happening so this is wild because I yeah. was like very much like very like oh I don't know I think there was a lot of shame for me around I wouldn't want people to know that I was kissing a boy or like them saying something yeah. bad about it. so I just didn't do it um but there was uh this, there used to be this thing in London called camp uh what was it called it was like an under 16s disco right mm. and they were wild like yeah. everyone was getting off of each other filth absolute filth and then one of the, there was a program about it and i watched the program and i saw james kissing a girl on the program <gasps> and we were still supposed to be going out at that point like what is the coincidence of that happening of like i mean especially on social media you would have thought yeah okay but this was pre-social media i saw him kissing a girl you started TV. you started exposing people on social media and you didn't even know it. i know like what the hell what was it like news round or something what was the I program it was it was it was like a documentary about these under 16 discos Filth that pits. were just like oh i did go to one and yeah they were so gross out. we've got we've got right to the chain I we haven't have, even asked you if you had post- shop, posters yeah. up in your bedroom. You're telling me about somebody jizzing up your leg. <laughs> <laughs> We've gone fast. Okay. Yeah. Did you have any posters up in your bedroom? So, for, yeah, do you know what? I really, again, I I was I was odd. I really liked interior decoration. Like, I used to spend a lot of time decorating my room. 
and making it very you know like neat and tidy and so I had a thing for cherubs like little Victorian cherubs so I had a lot of artwork that revolved around Victorian cherubs nice (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to think where that would I mean did my I feel like my was Vogue a bit of a cherub? I don't know. Where would you have got the cherub? Absolutely where would you buy that from? She's too, no. She was too contemporary for me. I, 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 I was very obsessed with the Victorian era as a child. And I read a lot of like Victorian literature. Um, and I just, I just, I don't know, something about that era that I was drawn to. I really liked it. Yeah, so I love them. Love me I cherub. absolutely loved it. I, I think <laughs> deep down, I just wanted to be like a Victorian child. Yeah. It's, I mean, well. It, I did like changing rooms. I like changing rooms as well because that was like the program. Yeah, that was definitely on them, wasn't it? That was the heyday. I've of got an rooms. expose oh, of changing rooms. Really? My friend um, Dave, his brother, was on changing rooms. Oh, maybe was it sixty minute makeover? I feel like Lawrence Llewellyn Bowen did their dining room, but but the lampshade was a an umbrella. Oh God! Stop <laughs> I think it. they were like, oh, <laughs> that. Nice. <laughs> oh, that's really lovely. <laughs> Do you know what that program and the sixty-minute makeover? Like, who would ever sign up for that voluntarily? Because they make your house look shitter than it looked before, oh, and you've got to undo my. the whole thing. God, I've never seen a good just, one. I have never seen anything other than a car crash. Carol Smiley just like slapping on a bit of yeah, oh, it's so oh. bad. Uh, I was uh, I was uh, into it. Though. I really liked it. I, I used to like you know I wanted to put wall, like put, I remember putting wallpaper in my room for the first time that was a big deal of like yeah can I get some wallpaper and going to choose it with my with my dad and then him showing me how to hang it and just being so excited by having wallpaper in my bedroom what a treat in that 60 minute makeover would be better because you'd have like the stick on wallpaper it would be a whole different thing but then yeah absolutely but i lapped it up in fact yeah. i preferred it when they hated it yeah me too it's but it's better tv isn't it yeah it did have like a purple velvet couch with like yeah, orange like, oh. paint and like a, a table that was a uh, had a goat's head on it or something and they're, yeah. do you like your li-? and they're like living in coventry do you like your li-? and they're like oh it's lovely <laughs> <laughs> okay who was your first crush apart from jizz boy just apart from jizzy yeah, james jizz boy, jizzy james <laughs> My first crush was on that Youth Holiday Association holiday. Yeah. And um, there was a boy there. So I would have been younger. I wasn't 14. I would have been younger than this. I think I was like 12 when I went there. And he was called Oliver, which is my son's name. Oh, no. Nice. Not that there's any association. But um, I just remember he looked like Elijah Wood. Wow. So he had like dark hair, very yeah. blue eyes, just cute. And... I fell for him so hard. And then oh. this was the saddest. I mean, I think I liked dramatics when I was little. I still do. I'm quite a dramatic person. But um, he left for the holiday before I got to say goodbye to him. And uh, I didn't get his number. This is this is all pre-social media and mobile ah. phones and everything else. Yeah. So I, le- I left a letter with the youth hostel for him, like confessing my love for him and be like, can you please send it to his house? And I'll tell you what, I waited for a letter back from him and it never came. It never came. I was devoid. But I do think he set, he set my type for the rest of my life really. Yeah. Because I've always liked men with dark hair and blue eyes. It's always been like 
a thing for me. And Oliver, now if you're on. listening. Are you out there? Are you out there? Are you, Oliver? Do you remember you, that little ginger twig leg pale? Yeah, and he's like, Nina Simone mm, listening. Maybe he's got a daughter called Victoria. Who knows? Who knows? I remember I fell out with a boy and he went on a school trip to the Isle of Arran. Couldn't communicate with him. And I gave a note to his friend to give when he came back like a, an apology letter the lengths we went to it was just just I can't, that, that's something that the youth of today they'll never appreciate the um having to wait it's like tv you know like watching one episode a week or something and having to wait a whole week for it like that's just yeah. gone it's non-existent isn't it no because really? now you just be like you just message them or you'd stalk them on whatever they were yeah, doing you just but put yeah their name into google and find them yeah. Oh, that's so exciting. Okay, but did you fancy anybody famous? Elijah Wood, I'd say. He was like, I remember him being in quite a few films that were where he was kind of our age in the films yeah. as well. Was Elijah Wood in Erie, Indiana? No, but I did fancy oh. him. Yes, oh, I don't okay. think that was him, but yeah, I, I fancied him a little bit. I mean, Leonardo DiCaprio, come on, 100%. Absolutely. He's an absolute classic. Yeah. Um, I there's every single person says that. What film do they say from? Romeo, Romeo and Juliet. Juliet. <laughs> yeah. Romeo and Juliet or Titanic. And then I'm gonna pose you the question. I can see your door now. There's a knock on the door. You open it, it's Leo. Yeah. Does your heart still flutter today like it would have done then? Or you're like, No, because he Leo. likes really young women and that really puts me off him. So no. I'll tell you what I loved him in basketball diaries. That is a great film. I mean, oh it's my God, definitely. I've never seen it. It's not. It's, it's not. It's nothing like Romeo and Juliet and Titanic. It's it's quite no. gritty, and it's about him, and he's like, yeah, comes from um, sort of quite a rough background, and it's just his struggle in that environment and trying to get out of the the cycle of like um, drug taking and poverty and all the rest of it. It's really he's good. And good, he's you very know. Young in it. He's he's yeah. Super young. Um... Who's eating Gilbert Grape? Oh, what? I love that that's, one. That's a flipping classic. Yeah, he's he's very good, film. but sadly, we're not his type. No, I say. not. I've got I'm 15 Screw years you, too Leo. old. Screw you, Leo. <laughs> Screw you, Leo. <laughs> Shove it up your bum. If you knocked on my door, I'd, well, I'd I'd let you in and, I'd and let you be in very anyway. excited. Yeah. I'd, I'd have a selfie, yeah. and we'd, I I wouldn't say any of this to your face. So, Leo, I'd funny enough, I don't fancy Elijah Wood now when he's older either. I don't even know what he looks like. Elijah Wood could knock on my door and deliver me a parcel. I'd, you wouldn't know. Wouldn't yeah. even know it was oh, him. And the other one, who I feel like is kind of very similar to Leonardo DiCaprio's, um, Jared Leto. Oh, Another. Hello. Oh. <laughs> he's actually, yeah, he's fitter than Leonardo DiCaprio, I think. I fancy him Because more. Jordan Catalano from My So-Called Life yeah. is one of the best characters. Yeah, that was a brilliant show. Absolutely loved it. The way he grabbed her hand <laughs> and walked down the corridor and she was in a lumberjack shirt and a little dress and Doc Martens. Inject it into my veins yeah. and make that my love, love story. It. Yeah. However, if my daughter turned up with him, I'd be terrified. Yes. I'd be like, we ain't having no Jordans in this house. <laughs> red flag, red flag. Get lost. He's horrible. <laughs> he don't, barely says a word. Get him out. Oh, doesn't um, but yeah, to. doesn't need words. There's just one season of it. Bring it back. It was just so good. It was. It was just so heartbreaking. Um, okay, so we've talked about what kind of music you like. Where did you fit in the hierarchy of school? I don't. I don't think I was uh, one of the popular people. I, I can't. I couldn't even really 
name who the popular people were. It it didn't feel like that very clear hierarchy of these are the cool kids. There were some like nerds. There was definitely nerds. I wasn't in that group because I wasn't clever enough. Um, and then there was just sort of everyone else and I fit into yeah. that sort of thing um, and I hated school I absolutely oh, no, I'm hated sorry. it yeah it was total shit I had a, a very um, toxic female friendship that was like the passive aggressive not blatant bullying but definitely bullying and very controlling behaviour so she made my life a misery so I really hated school and then I had my other little breakaway group of friends who were all really lush and lovely. And I kind of like, they were quite separate. And I had to sort of lie about that lot because, you know, she was so controlling and it made school a really difficult time. And she was in my form class. So, you know, like every day you oh, go to school no. with that feeling of like, oh, yeah. what's she going to be like today? Because she was so Jekyll and Hyde. And sometimes I'd walk in and she'd be like, oh my God, yes, no, mate. And the other time she just totally blanked me. And you'd be like, ah. Oh, that unhinged behaviour makes you so anxious, doesn't it? It does. It makes me really fearful. Like, my, I think it's a very female behaviour, that type mm. of, um, especially at that age. And I, it really worries me about my daughter going to school as well. You know, like, oh, just the, the worst thing that could happen is that she could end up in a friendship like that. Yeah, I think the good thing is about nowadays, I think the communication between, I feel like the communication between me and my daughter is... I think she, I think people are more likely to call it out and say like, this is happening or even like tell an adult, I think whether we would never have done that, would we have just been like, nope. It would have been like, oh, well, she's not hurting you. So just get on with it. That's what you got to do. It's kind of that, isn't it? It's the trope, the old 80s, 90s and noughties trope. If if they're mean to you, they like you. What? That's weird. (laughs) That's such a weird... (laughs) A weird oh. thing. If he if he hits you, it's because yeah. he fancies yeah, you. Exactly. Like, <laughs> no, little boys shouldn't be pinching nobody. So I, yeah, I really try. And... That definitely, that dialogue has changed. Yeah, because now I'm like, no, if they're mean to you, they're just assholes yeah. and run run as far away as you can as humanly possible. Yeah, school is school isn't always perfect for everybody, is it? So no. um... the things that I liked about school, though, so I, I was always in the plays. I was always in the theatrical you know I loved I loved music um I performed like a lot with music and do the concerts and I absolutely love being in the school plays like for me drama was like my my favorite subject but I never wanted to be an actress or anything I just really enjoyed it I liked the freedom of it and it was fun it didn't feel like you were yeah. having to learn anything so that that was probably yeah like something that I really threw myself into at school and so I don't even think we had like thespian kids or anything. It was just a very average, normal, like state school, you know, there was nothing spectacular about it. But definitely yeah. not, I would definitely not say that I was like a popular kid. No. Um, did you have like fashion faux pas? What were you wearing? Were you wearing Victorian clothes? Ah! While she being jizzed on. <laughs> <laughs> Wear bodices oh, and yeah, I wore. I did have a corset. <laughs> I loved the corset. Um very short skirts though yeah you know like clueless kind of vibes that was that was my aim of fashion I never achieved it but that's what I really liked and I used to go down this place called Font Hill Road Market in Finsbury Park I'm from London grew up in London and it was like um wholesalers but on a weekend you could go and get like absolute dirt cheap clothes and this is you know 
before we had Primark and all that sort of stuff. It was kind of the equivalent of that. And some of the shit I used to buy there, oh my God, like I had like a two-piece suit (laughs) that was like ream with a satin rose print on it. So you couldn't quite see the, it wasn't really obvious, but it was just there, a little shimmer in the right light. And I had two versions of it. So I had the trouser suit and then I also had like a, a dress that you could wear underneath it too. But yeah, I definitely always like wore short skirts and little pinafores and things like that. And did you ever wear the suit with just a bra? Because that was one of my classics. I had a purple satin suit and just a wonder oh, bra. No, I wouldn't have done that because I had no tits until I was 16. So I was very self-conscious about my boobs because they were completely non-existent. And then I had nothing. I would wear two or three wonder yeah, bras. Yeah, just get something. So I was like, but I was like, but I look nice. And then literally my <laughs> boobs just, they just appeared overnight. It was so bizarre. I literally woke up it's with tears. so weird. And I had the worst stretch yeah. marks as well, which my nan, who's brummy, she was like, those are never <laughs> bloody going. I was like, oh, thanks, nan. <laughs> and they did go. You need some boy oil like, yeah, on like, there. Get some boy oil. Are they going to stay this colour? I said, Pam, she's like, yeah, they're going to stay that colour forever. I was like, <laughs> and you're like, oh, <laughs> that's not. Thanks, oh, nan. What a liar. <laughs> No. Did you wear anything then that you would wear today? Uh, I definitely like. I'm not into crop tops or anything like that. I had my I had my midriff on ex- on display a lot when I was that age. Um, so I yeah. wouldn't do that now because you know, no, I just I'd be cold for one. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not sure I've ever wore wore crop tops and stuff. I wore the suit with the bra. I did. I enjoyed a short A-line skirt. Yeah, the that was a skirts. that was a classic in that kind of material that was really flammable. Yeah. You're like, if there was if one little, if one boy smoked a cigarette yeah, near fucked, my bottom, yeah. we, I would be up in flames. I also enjoyed a tartan trouser. Yes, I had I, a lot of I tartan trousers. Tartan, the, the skirts, a lot of my skirts were tartan. And I just, I used to be such a sucker for like the magazine. So I'd get just seventeen, and I'd just see something in there, and then obsess over getting something similar. So much in the same way that these days, you know, influences influence young girls. It was the it was happening. It was just in a different medium. It was yeah. There's sometimes I'm watching TikTok and I am leaving a TikTok to go and buy whatever absolute dross. Please don't tell anybody. If anybody's listening, keep this to yourself. That's how I got ended up with a pair of platform Crocs. <laughs> oh my god, you've got platform Crocs. Oh, Victoria. Emma, I'm not sure. We Victoria. <laughs> when I tell you the fart noise they oh, make seriously? when I walk, yeah. because they're sandal right. platform <laughs> Crocs, and I was on TikTok, and I must have seen six, literally six. Oh gosh! So first one, I was like unusual platform Crocs, and then by the sixth one, I'm I was like, them. "Why? Why haven't I bought these before? This is madness!" I bought them, and the fart noise they make when I wear them is indescribable. I can imagine it, mate. It's a fanny fart with every step, basically. Oh God, what was I? Thinking? I'm so bad for it though. That and... I I have bought so much tat off TikTok because, and I, mm. it doesn't even take six videos. I'm I'm hooked in like the first thirty seconds. I'm like, yeah. Buy that, buy that. Like, especially anything to do with skincare. Oh, <gasps> You're like, yeah, I've got the big, I mean, I've got her in the big headband yes. that everybody had on TikTok. Yeah. 
are just like, oh, I'm like, I oh, the, um, I want to go and try a viral thing. I did thing. the glycerin and rose water thing. That's shit, by the way. It's like someone has literally jizzed all over your face. It's so <laughs> sticky. It's rubbish. I was like, this is rubbish. And everyone's like, this is amazing. It's transforming skin. I tried the flaxseed viral Botox mask. Oh. Um, yeah, hello, I had an allergic reaction. <laughs> Have you ever done slugging? Oh, yes. Which I is know. where you get Vaseline and you cover your whole well, face in Like, Vaseline. seriously, come on. I was reading about it and I was almost going to do it. And then I... I did didn't it. do it. What happened to your skin? Yeah, that... Absolutely nothing. And then, I, and then I thought, this cannot be healthy. No. Your pores are just like... There's no air. But I was like, Stephen, I'm slugging. I'm slugging before bed. And he's like, it you sounds are. Like you like look at Dr. Hugh Alien. Yeah. Really he's like, oh, slugging. And then he looks at me, he's like, oh, no, <laughs> that's, that's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> um okay so if uh you could grow up now would that be preferable or are you glad you grew up then oh i think i'm glad i grew up then i i, th- I think the main yeah. thing especially because you know social media is our job so we are acutely aware of the yeah. darker side of it i suppose and um i think knowing how i was when i was that age and how easily influenced i was and how much i wanted to fit in I think to have that constant noise online of like, this is what you should look like. And this is the skin, like, you know, like these 10 year olds going to Sephora and spending like five fucking grand on skincare. Like mm. what the fuck? Like that kind of stuff. I'm I'm just really glad that I didn't have that because I was insecure enough as it was. <laughs> yeah. I really was. So I, I think it was a, it was just simpler, you know, and, and, and also the bullying thing. Because I think I used to go home and then I knew I was safe because I was home oh. and there was no like, there was no access to me. I, there was a telephone yeah. and sometimes, you know, that girl would call me or whatever. But generally when I was home, I could like relax. And I think if you had a mobile phone and you were able to be contacted, there's no turning off from it, is there? No. And I did, I used to work in a secondary school before I did all this. And so I did see you know, like just how bullying can happen on these Snapchat and all the rest of it. And like just how quickly stuff can escalate. And yeah, yeah, I'm just, I'm glad that I didn't have to be exposed to that. So definitely say, and I'd yeah, never it is, ever want to go worrying. back to it again, ever. No thanks. No, you're happy where you are now. now. I think getting older is so underrated because you just lose all of that insecurity and the need to fit in. Like I don't have that in the slightest anymore and I just feel so much more comfortable and confident in who I am and that I don't have to please anybody else and I'm just doing it for me I'm yeah. not doing it for anybody else like you know and I, I I'm confident in my choices like I can say yeah I love Nick Simone whereas back then it's like oh no I'm really not popular my old set because I think that would have I, yeah because when you said that to me that sounded like you were a cool teenager oh no it, no, it was because I didn't have any peers that were on the same level, so it it didn't feel no. cool. It felt very much like almost a bit shameful, and like I had to hide that. I suppose the positive now would be that you would go online find and find you, other that, people. That would be a positive, yeah, definitely. Yeah, you'd you'd find a YouTube channel that is dedicated to teenagers who That's don't need this moment. Would I tell you now there'd be one that yeah. exists because you can find anything on the internet. <laughs> so yeah, that is that is the positive. Is there anything? Um, then that you would have classed as a real teenage success. Surviving it. You survived. Oh my God. Can, just because we're talking about teenage, can I just tell you the funniest story about something that happened to me in year seven? hundred percent. So Go. Um, I, I was a really terrible eater when I was a child. Like I, from the age of two, I just never ate anything. 
I, um, I only eat chocolate mousse and toast. That was kind of like the, my remit. And I honestly used to get so constipated. It was really bad. And so I'd only do a shit like every five days or something. And then when it happened, I had to go. So I was at a party in year seven and the urge to do a shit came and I was like, oh my God, I have to go to the toilet. So I went to the toilet and it was a rickety old, like, you know, in the eight, like the nineties, we had that, I don't know, they're like slatted kind of wooden doors that you can, they're yeah, just really yeah, flimsy. Yeah. And the kids outside were turning the light on and off and rattling the door when I was in the toilet. And I did the shit, absolutely panicking, just like, get it out, get it out. And I yeah. never used to sit on the toilet when I was at someone's house because I'd be worried about the germs. So do my business. The light's been going on and off. I need to get out of there. I get to the door, open the door. The lights come back on. And one of the kids is like, what's that? <laughs> Turn around. I'd laid a log on the toilet seat. And I was like, <laughs> and the kid's like, what is that? And you're like, <laughs> and so I had to run over and literally punch the turd into the toilet bowl and be like, oh yeah, it was a hilarious joke. It was just a chocolate mini roll. And they believed it. I got away with it, mate. But can you imagine the level of humiliation and stress? It was like my first ever party in year seven. That was going to set the tone for the rest of my secondary school. If that had been life. now, they'd have took a photo and you'd have been turd girl forever. Party turd girl. would have been like party turd, turd girl. girl. They'd make memes of you and it would be you just punching a poo <laughs> into a toilet. <laughs> That's what I mean. <laughs> Thank God it wasn't in this day and age because somebody would have filmed it. Somebody would have filmed it. it would have, you'd have been going for a job interview and then they'd have been like, are you party yeah. to her, girl? And you were like, oh, I have to get a full new facelift. Twice oh, not, not, not me. Country. Country. And even then, you, you can't oh. run away from it. If it goes viral, it goes international. You're fucked. Yeah, I couldn't. Oh, my play. God. I'm going to say that is a flop. Yes. <laughs> that was a teenage <laughs> That was definitely a flop. Teenage plot. I, d- I, d- I don't think I have any teenage successes. I honestly, does anyone? Does anyone that comes on here say, "Yeah, this happened. And it was great." Yeah, sometimes, but sometimes, sometimes I like the ones that are very like shallow. Like I pulled a boy that I really fancied. I'm like, "Yeah, good. Yeah, you did." Or sometimes somebody will be like, "I got a B in drama." I'm like, "Brilliant!" Oh, right? Oh no, I'm not bothered about any of those things. They're just like standard life things, aren't they? But no, they're just standard life things. Yeah. So no if you can go back. Go back to then and speak to Victoria. What would you say to her? Yeah, I'd say stop worrying about what people think about you. It's really insignificant. And actually, you'll be surprised at how people, how much people really do like the real you. So just let that sort of be and don't feel like you have to, you know, fit in or impress people. Just be yourself. Oh, I love that sentiment. It's hard for teenagers to understand that. But as you get older, you realise that just being yourself is better than... Then me pretending I like the cure. I didn't know any of the songs. I would. I'm gonna <laughs> In my cure t shirt. If anybody had asked me to name a song, I'd have been like, oh, I'm yeah, screwed. Exactly. He's got big black hair. That's all about that's all I know. <laughs> that's all I know. Right, thanks so much for coming on this episode, Victoria. Be sure to go and follow her on Instagram and the Tiki Toki. Thanks so much for listening to another episode of the Phone Box Podcast. I'll be back next week. Dad, can't wait to see oh, you yeah. with you. Please, I'm excited. I will be on ten to I'll let you know as well, Roger, that I called my husband Roger at the altar and it's not his name. <laughs> Right, guys, I will um, see you next week for another episode. See you later, Victoria. Goodbye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. 
Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.